millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Court Case with me, your host, James Court. Today I'm joined again by my lovely brother, Billy Court. Hello. Um, today's episode is sponsored by the Crowdfunder. I believe as um, this episode airs, it will be nearing the end of the Crowdfunder campaign. But we have managed to raise £200 so far. We've got some brand new supporters that I do want to um, shout out to right now. We had you, Billy. You donated £2. So thank you very thank much you. for that. I spend it wisely. <laughs> I appreciate that. My mum, Angela, uh, donated a whopping £50 which is very good. That's going to be used very wisely for future endeavours. We got our good friend, Ari, Ari Davies. She donated £2 as well. Alice donated £5. And Freddie, a person called Freddie, donated £41. Yes. And um, so Angela said, chase your dreams, James. It takes hard work and dedication. Ari said, love these podcasts, James. Best of luck. Alice Watts said, not much, but I hope it helps. Jammy, thanks for making lockdown better with these podcasts. And Freddie said, good luck. Looking forward to more podcasts. And you said, nothing at all. Well, I figured you could use your imagination a little bit. Come up with something yourself. Okay, is there anything you want to say now? No. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we? <laughs> okay, so today's court case, we've got so many cool stories lined up for you today. We've got a whopping courting with James, where we're going to be telling you guys, well, you girls at home, what are the top signs that your man is cheating on you? But we're going to talk about whether it's okay to be single and have no sexual partners by choice. We've also got a funny story about a Florida man. We're going to be talking about so many other things, why bears in America are invading shopping shopping markets supermarkets what do they call them in america super supermarket the same thing why are there grizzly bears invading supermarkets that's one of the stories we're going to be talking about today all of this fun stuff and all of that is happening just after this All right, here we go. It's another Friday. Um, by the time the next episode is out, I think, or maybe the episode after, it will be nearing the end of lockdown. We'll almost be out. No, next one will still be in. The one after that will be out. Ah, there you go. See, you're on it more than I am. I think, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for the, for the next one. We'll figure it out. I'll figure something out. Maybe I can figure out like a Skype one or a Zoom one or maybe. something. How are you doing? How's your week been? How have you been since the last podcast? Has your stardom rocketed? Are you... Uh, are Frankly, you I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Really? Have yeah. you got a lot of adoring fans? No, but just in general, <laughs> <laughs> having my voice on the airwaves. Did you um, Did you get any feedback from anyone? Uh, no, if I'm being honest, I don't even know if Katie listened to it yet. Uh, your girlfriend? Yeah, she probably hasn't if I'm being real. Um, no. Oh. No, if I'm being honest with you. Okay, well, I got some feedback. That's good, that's good. I had people saying that you were very witty, and they really appreciated it when you went off on rants about things. I don't, I don't rant. Funny. I don't know what these people you are did, saying. You were I ranting quite a lot about gym owners. These people are lying, man. I don't know where you're getting <laughs> this information from. About gym owners and about Extinction Rebellion. There was yeah, no, it's quite opinions. a bit of ranting. Strong opinions, yeah. <laughs> but I thought I would uh, start you off with a nice, simple story. I haven't told you about in advance. But I just figured you'd uh, you'd enjoy. So everyone knows that if an interesting story comes out in the news in America, it's usually someone from Florida. 
100% Florida Man. It's got to be. Yep. It's it's be. A, it should be a segment on the show, to be honest. Yeah, you Florida got man. the treasure trove. So, when you go to a restaurant and have a burger, and you realise that one of the things in your burger, one of the ingredients, they're quite low on, how would you react to that? If it was the beef part, yeah, I would be a bit annoyed. If it was anything else, frankly, I wouldn't care. Okay, so... That, see, that's fair enough. That seems like a fairly reasonable reaction. Headline here is, Florida man arrested after drive through meltdown over lack of lettuce. No. No, 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 His name is Henry Ars Caballero, and he faces charges of disorderly conduct and resisting an officer. It, <laughs> the joke is, you know you got romaine lettuce. Oh, yeah. It says here, he did not romaine calm. <laughs> wow, that person that wrote that. <laughs> they love. They typed that sentence yeah. out and they went, "I don't need to write the rest of this." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, Florida man was arrested after causing a commotion in a checkers drive-through, throwing a fit over the lack of lettuce for his sandwich. <laughs> My God, that's mind blowing. Um, Henry R. Caballero now faces charges of disorderly conduct and resisting an officer without violence following the drive-through drama. This was on Wednesday. <laughs> Police responded to a call from the checkers on Olmerton Road. This was at 11.30 at night. Employees got scared when Ars Caballero beat... Also, that name. What is Ars Caballero? What is that? His name's Ars. A-R-C-E hyphen... Caballero. So it's basically R. So change, yeah. what, change one letter and that's basically R. So um, employees got scared when asked Caballero beat on the drive through window and screamed at them, furious that the restaurant didn't have any leafy greens for his order. He could have just gone to McDonald's, bought a mad chicken. They put a whole head of lettuce in one of those things and then he'd have been fine. Have you ever bought a Big Mac? Yeah. Well, there yeah. is the, the whole point of a Big Mac is... You buy this burger because there's extra beef, right? Yeah, But there's lettuce. so much lettuce in those things. Oh, 100%. It's, like it's literally mental. half a lettuce. Yeah. The um, disgruntled customer's meltdown caused the workers to fear for their safety and for the other diners inside, per criminal complaint. When authorities arrived, Ars Caballero was reportedly uncooperative and denied the allegations of erratic behaviour. He's 49 years old. He refused to show the police his driver's licence, and when an officer moved to place him in custody, the customer initially resisted for conceding when handcuffed. Can you imagine... What he says to his fellow inmates when he's in prison. Yeah, what a thing to go to jail. For. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Why are you in prison? Lettuce, mate. He is in Florida, though. So, to be fair, that's probably very understandable in a Florida jail. I, to be honest, I don't want to know what half the people in a Florida prison oh, yeah. have gotten in for. Very true. It's bloody ridiculous. But um, I figured that would be nice and fun, nice and light-hearted. That's mad. And, and then we'll get to the headlines, get to the big stories. Yeah, that's fair play. That's fair play. Speaking of a big story here, are you on Twitter? No, I deleted my Twitter account actually a few months back. What was your reasoning for deleting Twitter? Twitter is just... so uh, I have a very love-hate relationship with social media in general, mm. which is obviously kind of ironic given my job, but I think the it's getting to a point with uh, social media where the negatives are drastically outweighing the positives. And with Twitter, it's too toxic. That Instagram, you can kind of follow things and make it kind of so it's a little bit more about what you like so you know yeah. you, you can filter out the negative things a little bit better but with twitter you just can't and everyone on there is miserable there's no one on twitter that's happy no one every time you go on there the thing that's trending the top comment is someone just kicking off yeah. straight away and i just can't be bothered with it it didn't matter what it was the topic anything it's just so negative and there's always someone that's this this uh having a bad day that's just kicking off and automatically you're an arsehole yeah and you just think it, it's just it's just no point so I, so i deleted it i thought i think it came to a head around about uh after the second after the first lockdown yeah and the things that people were saying and the things that people were saying about other people and a lot of it as well for like the black lives matter stuff and i thought i can't be dealing with this if this is what humanity is getting to mm. i don't want to be a part of that this part of it yeah. so i just thought i'm just deleting it so yeah, i just deleted my whole account i just thought and honestly i've not missed it at all it's, I've, I can say, so I've not missed it at all have, your viewpoint um makes me wonder have you watched the netflix documentary the social dilemma i did i did i actually watched it after i deleted my twitter to be fair it was fascinating wasn't it it was the yeah. thing that i and i wanted to see if it was true was when they said like um the way things like Instagram and Twitter, their algorithm, they are trying desperately to make you go back on the app. Mm, and yeah. all of the apps are competing to try and get the most screen time with each other. And to test that out, I um, muted my notifications on Instagram mm. for a week. 
maybe a week and a half. And by the end of the week, I was getting a notification from Instagram saying, turn your notifications on and you'll be able to yeah, see what's happening. Do, yeah, and it's that. like, you Because mine, mine are turned off because uh, I, I, again, I can't I can't stand Facebook. Mm. Uh, the only one I think I use is Instagram. And I, I suppose if you count it, Reddit as a social media, I guess, as well. And that as well, I get every at least once a week turn your notifications on and the and i i still i still even get them i think uh i got one the other day because i think um my girlfriend Katie changed the profile picture and i was like good obviously i wanted to see it not obviously but it was the way <laughs> so it if was, you were in it but it was the way it was like oh katie's changed your profile picture and i was like that's a notification i turned those off yeah frankly like okay thank you i guess for notifying me but i i tried facebook notifications off why am i getting one <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> frankly yeah um, no. and it just yeah I, I, I think it's very strange but it, but it does seem to do that I've, I've had that before where they, yeah, they tell you to go back to it but you are right the echo chambers of Twitter because that's what Twitter is Twitter is just a group of loads and loads of different echo chambers mm. and that's what really upsets me about that app is you can't cycle through Twitter and come off it happy you, no, you can't. can't. Everyone There's is no so negative. There's no way. And what happens with Twitter is everybody when you get a Twitter account, you see an opinion that is the same as yours and then you'll follow everyone that has that same opinion and you'll lull yourself into a false sense of security that everyone thinks the same way as you do. Mm, and yeah. whenever you sat, see someone having a different opinion from you, your brain will think they're in the minority and then everyone mm. will go and attack that person. Yeah. And and it's mad, and it's caused things like the whole J.K. Rowling controversy and, and things like that where they, mm. people just go in at people because they've got a different opinion than them. Yeah, I think it's. I think I do think it's tragic, and I think the problem is as well. We live in. We we do live in a time where people, especially people that that differ politically, mm. won't talk to others who, you know, you, you, you people who are conservative or or typically the other. If if they are say Labour or or further left, just left leaning, they they just it's like conservatives are the devil, and it's like. That that isn't right, and Twitter fuels that sort of thing, hundred percent. Mm. Because people on there, it's like if you have a different opinion to me, you're a complete arsehole. How dare you? You know. Yeah. And that was another reason why I deleted it because I just think the problem is as well is people will go looking. I mean, look at the stuff with James Gunn stuff he tweeted out years ago, and he got fired by that. Really, that, despite me, the yeah. fact that he completely made those films and if anyone else had done it it would be crap and he yeah. got fired because of things he said years ago that he's apologized for but some arsehole has got a slight little problem with him probably because he's successful has thought well i'm bringing this up again because yeah. i want it to, you know and and that's an, that's another thing and i just think you got you you do have to be careful what you put out online these days but you don't know what you you say something when you're 16, you've just started a Twitter account, and you're 26 trying to get a job, and they'll unearth it and say, "Well, you thought this 10 years ago." Yeah. And I just think that it's not right. So like people don't understand that people grow and change. Yeah. It's very very weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stuff like that. I th you shouldn't be going in through people's Twitters from like five years ago. No, which is also weird. I mean, it's because strange. have you tried doing it, especially someone that tweets How much a lot. time have you I got tried on your go hands? I thought once I was like, because it doesn't have like a memory thing, does it? No. So I was like, you know what? I'll look at my own tweets from like five years ago. It was hard graft, man. I was scrolling for ages <laughs> and I was like, you know what? what to, I don't care. I don't care. Do you <laughs> know how much dedication have you? Especially celebrities because they tweet so much. Can you imagine yeah. scrolling through James yeah, Gunn's like, Twitter Jesus feed? Jesus Christ, I get a life, man. Christ's sake. But that was a tangent, but I, what I was getting to is that Twitter has introduced this thing called Fleets, which is basically like Instagram stories, but for Twitter. they did that's it. what it needs. Yeah, they tweeted and said, that thing you didn't tweet, but wanted to, but didn't, but got so close, but then were like, nah, we have a place for that now, Fleets, rolling out to everyone starting today. So... Really good advertisement they've done for themselves. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if, that doesn't make a lot of sense. They're for sharing momentary thoughts. They help start conversations and only stick around for 24 hours. To a tweet. Yeah. Basically. Well, yeah, so, yeah, because no one looks at many tweets. I mean, the most I've seen a tweet on my feed from is like 18 hours ago. So, yeah. I mean, tweets don't stick around for more than 24 hours anyway. I mean, good name because it sounds like tweet. It means like Yeah, I do, see where, I do see where good they... Good marketing. Yeah, I do see how they... Put those two and two together there. But all of these, all of these social medias are just copying each other. And it's like, mm. to be fair, when Instagram stories first came out, I remember saying, "Well, I've got Snapchat stories. I'm never going to look at these." Mm. But now I never use Snapchat, and yeah, I just look at Snapchat's Instagram stories. Dead, to be honest. But I still prefer Instagram stories to these fleets that they've gone. On. Yeah, I think I think some people can just corner the market, and Instagram seem to have done that. I mean, I think from what I 
gather Instagram, I'm pretty sure, is the top social media platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really see that changing anytime soon. And I certainly don't think fleets are going to solve that. I mean, I, from what I've read, Twitter is declining. I, I don't. I think a lot less people use it, probably because it is so toxic, I guess. Um, and they're probably trying to come back with any marketing thing to try and bring it forward. But I don't think fleets is the answer, whatever, that, whatever it's called, no. if I'm being honest with you. I don't think... And no. also, I wouldn't say Twitter is a particularly visual social media. I mean, obviously, people can post pictures on it, but no one's really on there for that. No one cares about the pictures yeah. that much, no. No, I just I just wanted to see what your opinion was it from someone that doesn't even have Twitter. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be something that's just going to sit at the top of the bar and people aren't really going to click on that much. No, I don't think so. But moving swiftly on from social media, coronavirus, they got, we've got a vaccine coming soon. Apparently so. Did you see a lot of people in it? Apparently, there's one out in America and there's one out in England. So, have they been working together, or I don't know how it... it works, but I, I, I don't know. My, you know, casual breaking news notifications from BBC about as far as my knowledge goes on these things. Um, the way that it comes across is that they're just like race to the finish. Whoever whoever does it first, like jobs are good and they get the money. I, yeah. I mean, that could be completely wrong. I I, I don't really know. I don't really have enough, know enough about it if I'm being honest to have an opinion, but that's the way it comes across. But I could, I could be wrong. I mean, you would think if anything they would be working together, but it doesn't seem that way. A lot of Americans think that um, the scientists in America had um, the vaccine ready for a while, but wanted to wait for Joe Biden to be elected to release it to sort of so Donald Trump wouldn't have that win in his belt before voting day. That sounds about right for Americans, to be fair. Yeah, I know. I know. <clears throat> He's conceded now. I believe. I believe Donald Trump's gone. Yeah, no, I've lost. Yeah, I think he did end up losing by a fair margin. I mean, mm. it, it, I mean, compared to some elections, it was close. But I think he did end up losing by a fair amount in the end, I think. Yeah, but he's just been a sore loser for the past couple of weeks. He has been a bit of a little bitch, and he, but to be honest with you. <laughs> did, have you uh, heard the latest meme? Basically, there's this um, pastor. You know, like, oh, we, you know we watch The Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so he's one of these for-profit church guys. He's like a multi-millionaire, <laughs> and he does, like, pastors. And it's a video of him laughing in front of a congregation for people for 40 seconds without stopping because the media said Joe Biden's won and he doesn't believe it. Listen oh to this. God. The media said what? <laughs> <laughs> the media said Joe Biden's president. <laughs> it doesn't stop. <laughs> My God. That was only 30 seconds. There's still another 15 seconds of that. God <laughs> the Americans, man. It's mind-blowing. I know. It, it, it just... Their whole... What's weird is sometimes I don't think people believe how big America is. No, it's like, yeah, it's weird, yeah. It's so many states and you've got so many different people and, like, the the divide in America between the rich and the poor is so It's huge. crazy. It's, it's like, really bad, yeah. It's, like, di- completely different countries. Yes, yeah, it, is, it is bad. And the, and the other thing as well is it's 50 states with 50 different governments, 50 different laws. I mean, they, mm. they obviously have, uh, um, what do you call it, like, the capital and everything like that. Mm. But every state has its own set of laws and its yep. own you know the, its own set of the way that it does things mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's mad really i mean it's essentially 50 little countries yeah you know not one big one yeah no exactly good thing we're not over there getting shot yeah because mm. i haven't got a bloody haven't got an nhs have I? oh no, that's the thing like i can i see i've wanted to move to america before but it's just like if i get in any sort of medical problem yeah it's, it's the what the... if that's that's what makes me i mean i obviously no one wants to get hurt yeah. But what if you do? Mm. What, so then you basically just got to walk around and be like, well, I can't do that because I could get hurt and then I've got to pay 20 grand to get my legs so um, or whatever. I don't know how much it costs. I've heard stories of people hurting themselves and instead of calling an ambulance, they've called a taxi because it's cheaper than the ambulance fees. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. That's, that's which is mad. Which is mad, yeah. Mm. After this, that was the main sort of news stories, the main sort of headlines we've got going on. After this, we're going to do some courting with James where we've got some interesting stuff to talk about, so stay with us, guys. Welcome back. You're on Listening to Court Case with Billy and James, the brother duo. 
Again, that's because it's not because I have no one else to have on the show. It's not because it you are a really great asset. No, it is because I, it's because I'm literally eight feet down the hall. <laughs> <'Cause you're> literally... <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Okay. Well, last week we didn't do a courting with James, we'll and so now. this week I'm going to make up for it. We've got like two or three bumper stories here for courting with James and some advice to give. Good. So look forward to it. Roll the jingle. Clearly his taste in women is the same as his taste in lawyers, only the very best with just the right amount of dirty. Thank you, Sam, for that jingle. That's great. Well done, Sam. I want to try and add in the quote of um, Donald Trump going, I have much respect for women. And nobody respects women more than I do. I don't know if you heard that. I respect women more than I respect men. (laughs) But I know. I want to try and get a soundboard of things up, but it would just be so funny. But the first thing I want to talk about, a big thing, I want to help the the women in the audience. I love the women. This week. Always good. Because the thing is, right, I find, I mean, it's the same with men. But when people go for relationship advice and stuff, if like a girl asks for relationship advice, they always go to their girly friends. And it's like, Mm. you want to hear, if you're trying, if you're straight and you're going after a guy, you want to hear from a guy, don't you? Because they know how guys work. Yeah, it made more sense really, wouldn't it, if I'm being honest. Exactly. If I need help with girls, I'd go to my girly mates and ask them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, us two guys Hmm. and this article that I found are going to tell... The girls of the world, the secret signs that your blokes are cheap. Right. Right, so from a very reputable news site, I've got uh, an article. Yeah. It is The Sun. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. yeah, an article right. <laughs> about um, how to tell if your blokes are cheap. So if you're listening to this podcast, ladies, and you are being a bit suspicious, well then, have your ears up, okay? So if you've got a niggling doubt that your bloke is up to no good... Well, according to our body language expert, you should trust your gut. So this expert is apparently called Judy James, and she says if you think he's cheating, then he probably is. Now, I think we're off to a good start there, because that um, means you've got a very... Basically be paranoid. Be paranoid all (laughs) all the time is basically the first bit of advice. So step one, girls, be paranoid 24-7. Be Write this down. Even in your sleep. Mm. Be paranoid constantly. Mm. She said, why? Well, your brilliant brain will always pick up on a number of body language tells. See, that's another red flag, because a lot of people don't have a brilliant brain. (laughs) She's assuming. Yeah, men and women, everyone. A lot of people don't. So that's a good point. Red flag. Your brain will always pick up on a number of body language tells, clues and cues that are so subtle that you'll be sensing there's something wrong well before you get any hard facts. So she's basically saying that your sixth sense will know if he's cheating before you've even got the proof. That's basically what she's saying. She sounds less like a body language expert and more like one of those carnival psychics. Yeah, if I'm being honest. Yeah, she sounds like she's just expecting. I'm assuming she's probably single, if I'm being honest. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe she reveals later on. But um, she put, he might even smell different as his body releases a new variety of pheromones. If you're naturally paranoid, that subliminal sense might be faulty. Okay, so she's saying if you're already a paranoid sort of person and you're normally paranoid 24-7, then you might not be able to trust your own judgment because you're already paranoid. So to be fair, that's the first bit of sensible thing she said. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Um, But she said, but if you're normally quite trusting and upbeat, then go with your eyes and your nose every time. And she's got the top six secret signs that your man is playing away right so it's just diving i want to know what mm-hmm. so before we start you and me have never cheated have we no no i've not either. i don't understand how people do honestly honestly mm. i don't know how people find time if i'm being real like mm. i i've never had any re- any reason to want to cheat uh, you know and i love my girlfriend more than anything so I'm, it does it's never even ever crossed my mind yeah, but what crosses my mind when people say they have is just what one why because they always cheat with a, a minger. Frankly, it's yeah, always with that a always of, of me. both sexes. It's always someone that's worse. And two, how do they have the time? These people, like so, so I, I can't honestly, I can't remember who it was, but I'm sure someone I know they cheated for like uh, not someone that I talk to, but I want to point out because they're mm. clearly an arsehole. But they <laughs> cheat. They cheated for like two years. H- how? One, mm. I think it was a girl. So one, the guy must just be completely clueless. Yeah. And two, how did she not feel bad? And how, like, how? How do they? How do mm. you have the time to cheat for two years and have two relationships? Essentially, I mean, yeah. it just it's madness. You have no friends. 
Yeah, well, yeah, like, life's well, triangle <laughs> is work, friends, girlfriend. So you want to make it no boyfriend, work, friends, girlfriend, girlfriend. That just yeah doesn't matter how. How do you fit it well, in? That's a square, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not triangle. That's probably why they're always mingers. Yeah, because they're squares. <laughs> yeah, but that's also why they're probably always mingers because they've got no time to exercise within that little square. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't exercise your face, can you? No, that's a good point. To be honest. <laughs> in my experience, one of the things it, what I find is there are so many steps you can go to to fix your relationship before cheating. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because a lot of these people, when they um, get caught cheating, they say, "Well, you know, the the sex wasn't great, and I wanted to change things up. I wanted to get something that I wasn't getting in my relationship." It's like, well, then talk to your partner and yeah. try some new things. What you mean is you just want a good dick in. Yeah, and, it, and if the mean. new or 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 the other way vagina, because we're talking about if men are cheating, I could still want it. Yeah, good point. But the thing is, like, so yeah, try new things with your partner and communicate with them. And if they don't want to do that, and if they're not, and if the sex life isn't great, then break up with them and do something yeah. else. Yeah, like you don't need to then cheat. No, it's just. And also, I don't. Obviously, there there are exceptions to the way. You know, if if say a girl's got a or you know a ridiculously abusive partner or something like that mm. you know it, it, can, it can be hard but typically yeah. people just do it because they just want to play around mm. typically and then if someone if someone says to me they cheated on someone i instantly think they're an obed instantly yeah. it doesn't matter who they were if it was the nicest person in the world if they turned around to me and said they cheated on someone i'm like well you're an arsehole yeah it's like straight away exactly. so it's not so it's not right Nope. And now we're going to find out how you girls can figure out how your guy is cheating. So the first one is peacocking. So when a guy is in a new relationship, he will tend to use more vanity rituals like mirror gazing and preening. So he will often be seen walking more upright and splaying or puffing his chest as well as upping his grooming rituals or spending more time down the gym. So if you've got a guy that never normally liked gyms or exercises and then suddenly, all of a sudden, he's exercising and he's spending loads of time in the mirror, might have a cheater on your hands. I mean, I suppose. Mm. I suppose. It, it, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Seems a bit harsh if a guy is looking after himself. He's cheating <laughs> on you. But, I mean, okay, maybe. Yeah, well, maybe if it's just very sudden. You I know. guess you've got a really slobbish person yeah. and all of a sudden, boom, they're like a 10, mm. maybe. Yeah. But... Well, so that's step number one. Step number two that you've got to look out for is mimicry. So new rela- new relationships also involve intense mimicry too, especially if he's in love slash lust with this other person, meaning he will be picking up new gestural traits and facial expressions as well as copying their way of speaking and even their taste in music and fashion. So if you're if you're a girl and your best friend always says words like on fleek and then your boyfriend starts saying, Wow, that's on fleek, you need to go have a chat with your best mate. But they just need to it's break up with them if they were saying that in the first place anyway. Yeah, it's a good mean, point. But Yeah, well, yeah, I mean yeah, if, if if your boyfriend says the same thing as your best friend, you need to have a word with both of them. Yeah. Okay, they're cheating. <laughs> well, it says, you're too buddy buddy. Yeah, so you both said hello to me yesterday. Mm. So in that means that you're cheating. Yep. Is he updating his wardrobe and his body language? Have you seen any different gestures or ways of speaking? And is he shopping alone rather than asking for your opinions? Buying his own pants for the first time is one of the most common tells of an affair that women will pick up on. Are they, is this woman who is saying this per- that, Who are these men? Who yeah, doesn't buy their own pants? Is, is this woman saying that men are incapable of buying jeans? Apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. He, like, who the hell is not doing that? Mm. Displays of anger is number three or four because I'm an idiot and I've lost count. Don't always expect guilt signals from a cheater. The ego finds it much easier to turn self-guilt into blame and anger, trying to make it your fault he's cheating. Bursts of irritation or argumentativeness are common behaviours of a cheat, along with arm-folding barrier rituals or hands on the hips to signal a sulky form of challenge and defiance. I can imagine. That that one actually, I think, probably does make a bit of sense, to be well, fair. just spouts of being more irritated and angry. Well, I think people that cheat do probably... Yeah, I, think, I can imagine mm-hmm. they're probably a bit more like that, too. To be fair, and yeah. typically, a lot of people that cheat, it's not their fault. Let's mm-hmm. be real. So many people that I mean, I don't actually know that many people, but like the few I do, it's like it wasn't their fault. Yeah. And typically, again, again, I mean, most of this stuff is from the relationship advice subreddit. But yeah. from what I've read, <laughs> that, that is what people are like. Yeah. And, no, and, I agree. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I can sort of, I can maybe see, yeah, I can sort of see that one. 
But uh, from that, the next step is this the final step? For some, I think they've got more than six steps in here. I think I don't think this one can count. But the I next one is counted. phone phobia. The smartphone is the key tool of the cheat, which will make him super sensitive, watchful, and jumpy when anyone else gets near it, especially you. Checking it regularly, constant texting, snatching it away when you pick it up, and walking out the room to take calls are all common symptoms of an affair. But it will be the discovery of that secret and second phone that probably nails it. So that's the thing. Ever, whenever I start a relationship, I mean, I have a passcode on my phone, but like, I, I just do not care if my girlfriend goes on it. No, I would, I think Katie knows mine. I mean, mine, if, I, if she's not semi type, mine's literally the easiest thing to guess in the world. If she's semi type, she doesn't know what it is. I could not care less. Never, and I mean, even if, if, if she isn't a paranoid person, but if she did ever get paranoid, I would just pass the phone over and be like, look, scroll anywhere yeah, on the phone yeah, to your heart's too, content. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, but, to be fair, if someone said they had a second phone, my mind would go straight to drug dealer, frankly, not cheating. But fair enough. I can sort of, that's it's breaking bad, mainly. For me, even going into a relationship, if I went into a relationship and the girl from the get-go was very hideful of her phone, mm. that would just tick me off the whole relationship. Yeah, I, th- I'd be I like, think You're it's a bit weird. Yeah, I, think it's a bit, I think it's a bit weird. I, I think when people are genuinely shady with their phones it's a bit weird because also why are you bothered i mean i don't care anyone like no one anyone so like people i know they they know who i'm going to be messaging i mean who, yeah. who, you know i don't know that many bloody people do you know what i mean you know yeah so, it does, so it's weird yeah i do think it's weird when people are funny about it or like if they like hide their notifications or stuff i mean it is a bit strange mm. i mean i wouldn't necessarily jump to their cheating but I, you know it is a bit weird i, I do think it's a little bit strange yes yeah, so what's that. the point why like what's yeah. so good about who's you know what the likes are like on instagram why is that something you gotta hide mm. yeah true yeah no foreplay. It's not true that a cheating guy will go off sex with his wife as his libido will often have been put into overdrive by the new sex he's having with his lover. Oddly though, he will often feel that any kissing and loving foreplay with you will be like cheating on that lover. So urgent, speedy sex is more likely to be on the menu. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, I mean, I guess. These are, these seem sort of that. that sounds like sort of a guilty thing. Yeah. Like I, I can't handle kissing... A girlfriend because I'm cheating. True. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. Mm. But I mean, would they really? If they're already cheating on their girlfriend, would they really gonna care if they're then cheating on the girl that they're cheating on their girlfriend with? Yeah. That doesn't really. Surely you wouldn't. Not enough. They've done it once. Why are they gonna care if it's the other way around? I don't know. To be honest, what'd be really cool is if I got a cheater on the show, and just it grilled them and interviewed them. And be like, what the hell? No, I don't either. I don't think I do. No, I don't associate with that level of scum. No, yeah, if I'm being honest, I try so, to try to like keep that away from myself, frankly. Yep. Um, the eyes have it. Remember how much eye-to-eye gazing you did in the early days of dating? That's because deep, prolonged eye contact helps us delve into one another's emotional depths, which is exactly why a cheat will avoid eye contact like the plague. He's scared you'll read his mind if you get to gaze into his eyes. If you move into cuddle or hug, he'll be looking down or away. So... Um, there you go. And is that all? I think that's all of the thing. Yeah. And what's weird about this article is she doesn't even have like a summary paragraph. It just ends there. Thanks, weird. Jude James. She sounds like she's been cheated on a lot. I think she has. If I'm being honest. Ah, it's not. Um, Judy James was a woman that she talked to, but the actual post was by a woman called Martha Cliff. Okay. Maybe and it's Judy James then that's been cheated on loads. So do women do different things when they're cheating than men? Because I couldn't find an article on tales about if women are cheating, so I thought, you know, I'll help out the women today. I don't know. I, women are a bit more subtle, I guess. Men aren't exactly, I think, let's be honest, not smartest in the world. Women are smarter than men, so I feel like women know how to be sneaky the best. I reckon they can hide it better than men can. Yeah, I guess. Honest. I mean, I suppose it's not black and white but i do think yeah typically yeah Mm. probably but there you go women if i hope any of that advice helped you and if you are suspectful that your man is cheating please message us on court case instagram and we will personally ring them up and uh go into them for you we'll uh we'll uh properly grill them won't we Get them on the next show. We can ring them up. We can do like a choice now, like a deadbeat boyfriend segment where we ring them up, just go into it. Yeah, but the problem is with that. I do hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's obviously. But then break up with them. Break up with them. Like life's too short. Break up with them. If you know your boyfriend's cheating on you, 
or he treats you like shit, break up with them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not people that stay with cheaters. It's kind of like it's just like I yeah. don't get what you do. Why? Why? Yeah. Why are you getting annoyed? If he's if he's cheated on you three times already, the fourth time, don't get annoyed because yeah. by that point, it's your well, it's just not your fault. Roll with the punches there. Leave him. Yeah. If I'm being <laughs> honest, so it does a little bit of not not blame, but a little bit of it lies on you. You need to break mm. up with him. That's the court case verdict, guys. You heard it from Billy himself. And we've got even more courting with James just after this. Welcome back to Court Case with me and Billy Court, sponsored by the Crowdfunder. Please go on there and uh, the link is in our bio and donate if you can. Um, so we're continuing courting with James with a nice, um, we got nice quick bit of advice today. Someone's asking, is it okay to be single and have no sexual partners by choice someone has said is it okay to be single and want to just do you for a while like no friends with benefits to meet up with i've been on a tinder binge and have multiple friends with benefits and to be honest it's kind of exhausting yeah sex is awesome but i feel like it's preventing me from growing as an individual and keeping me from meeting a special girl do any of you just have a dry spell by choice um it sounds ridiculous it's just in our culture as men i feel there's always a pressure to get pussy or ass often or you're a loser i could care less what people think i'm just wondering if other guys decide to be alone for reals to work on themselves and how it works out for them i mean well i mean at the end of the day if you don't want to have sex don't have sex it's not really the end it's not a big deal is it like mm. if you don't want to don't do it yeah no one's pressure i mean if if you're being honest i'm being honest, if you're being pressured by people to have sex and they're the wrong people to be hanging around with yeah that's a good point so get new friends mate yeah um, and no, i mean no you shouldn't be having sex if you don't want to have sex don't have sex like no one's no one should be forcing you into doing it at the end of the day it's up to you it's your body mm. if you don't want to, if you don't if you don't want that puss mate don't go get it nice candid strong take mm. from billy there i um yeah i mean i agree like i did there are times when like I come out had come out of like a relationship and then I've gone on Tinder and then I've gone on a few dates and I've thought like I don't want to be going on dates with these people what am I doing am I just like this could be getting in the way of me you know I could be missing the person that I want to spend a long time with by just going on these random dates and it's just uh, and it gets to the point where I've always found with dating if you try to look for some the person you're not going to find them. Hmm. You'll find the person when they stumble into your life or you aren't particularly trying hard, you're not looking, hmm. and there's just someone that you find and you jail with. Yeah. And um, I just think that's, you know, that's how people should treat life. And often you see, like, one thing that I find, you know that it's just like this guy said here, like, oh, it's societal pressures for, you know, guys to sleep with loads of girls or people to be dating all the time. But when I see... When I see people, when I see someone that's dating that generally enjoys dating loads of people, I'm like, fair enough. But when I see someone dating, going around, sleeping with a bunch of people, and you know that that's not what they want, and mm. they're doing it anyway, I just think that's really like sad to see. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, I mean, to to be fair, I've never, I've never felt societal I don't know how you say that word societal expectations yeah to like sleep with loads of people I mean I think Mm. I've I've never found that but that's my personal opinion obviously there are it's different for everyone Um, but you know if if you you are feeling that then you know fair enough I guess but I just think you should just do you at the end of the day I mean no one typically I mean I you know no one typically cares let's be honest Mm. the thing is it's a young thing I think since especially since i've turned 25 yeah i don't care i don't really care about you know i i care about immediate family and friends stuff like that uh you know obviously katie and and things mm. but i don't care about anything else if you want to sleep with loads of people it doesn't affect me i don't no. care i thought that when i was younger but i mean i'm not going to care if you want to go around and do it do it yeah. it don't affect me in the slightest so <laughs> you do you yeah no i completely agree but i i think I, I think people should, I agree, I agree with this guy and I want to reassure him and I think if you want to be single but also not date and not see anyone and just, you know, sort yourself out, I think that's something that should, people should be allowed to do. Yeah, 100%. And I agree. Go and bloody play PlayStation or enjoy football, whatever you like to do, but mm. just do it and enjoy yourself and, you know, once you've become the best self you want to be, 
then girls are going to gravitate towards you and you're going to have the pick of the litter, mate. Exactly. No worries. So that ends Courting with James today because we uh, all of that advice and all of those stories had overrun us a little bit. So we were a little behind schedule. But there's a few things that I want to get to. I know that people want to hear about the grizzly bears and the supermarket story. I know, so I'm saving it till last. But there is, someone messaged me the other day, a good friend of the show, Maddie, and said, I like it when the court case podcast handles court cases. And so, naturally, I stumbled on a case at the moment, which I do want to get to, which I think is really important, and I want to shed some more light on, and we're going to be talking about that just after this. Okay, welcome back. So I teased a very important case at the moment and I wanted to talk to you about it. Basically, I stumbled upon this TikTok account that was called Justice for Sam. And on the TikTok account, um, it was videos of a mum explaining something that had happened to her son. And there's also a corresponding website that she's created called AshleyLies.com. Basically, what happened to the son in these videos is she said that the son was accused of rape by this a girl called Ashley. Uh, The son is 17. The girl is 18. She accused the boy of this and then spread it around the school. And because of that, the boy was tricked into going into a woods by another girl where he was jumped by a group of boys, beaten within an inch of his life and uh, left for dead. Um, He made it to he got taken to a hospital he is okay now he is alive but she the mum has created this website and created this tiktok account to prove his innocence and to you know get justice for sam and you know Mm. take ashley down and um you know i think it's really important i don't think enough is done for like false rape accusations and things like that and i think there's more stuff that has happened boys like this i've had problems fairly similar with stuff at uni and i just think that it's important this stuff gets out here so i want to go over the website and talk about this case and see what you think first what are your initial thoughts so far from what i just said i well i mean it is obviously terrible and Mm. it's not the first time uh, well, I mean, you've told me about this, but I mean, it's it, you. I've read a couple times of similar things to this, and what annoys me the most is how she's not immediately arrested and thrown in jail because, yeah. and I don't understand how they're not. I mean, it, the law for some things annoys me, and especially in America, because you have people being thrown away for stupid things like having a gram of weed on them and then other people like this who completely ruin people's lives and then not put in prison Mm. and then and it it blows my mind and the fact that she's completely ruined this guy's life you know gone other people to beat him up within an inch of his life and she's still walking away walking around scot-free like nothing's happened Uh, which Mm. and it's not right at all and so many girls i mean you know we're talking about a guy a, a, a guy that's been accused here obviously yeah so, so it's hard but so many in in this scenario so many girls think they can just say stuff and it's fine it doesn't mm-hmm. affect them and it does it completely affects you your whole life yeah so a lot of people i think think there's a lot of people in the audience that are going to be like well yeah of course the mum is defending her son you know what proof does she have why are we not believing you know the girl because she did say that she was raped well she's got a website um the mum has and on the website she has brought receipts after receipts after receipts she's got a whole section of the website literally called ashley's texts that has a bunch of text where um she's texted the mum where she's texted friends and stuff and proof recounts of the nights alibis all things that completely disprove this young man. Right off the bat from the website, um, the girl's name is Ashley Taylor. It's an American criminal case, so I am allowed to say that without any uh, <laughs> repercussions. Um, she said, um, Dear followers of Ashley Lies, this is from the mum, she said, We wish no harm on any of the suspects, including Ashley Taylor. Please do not threaten them or harm them in any way. We aren't like them and we don't want to be like them. And obviously I want to convey that message as well to people listening to this podcast. We are advising that any threats they receive should be reported to the police, investigated and prosecuted. The threats we are receiving are also being turned over to law enforcement. 
Um, and further, if you make threats, we will assume you're on the side trying to discredit our work to get justice for his brutal attack. Um, we don't want anyone else's kid waking up face down in a river. That's sort of the point of all this. We want justice for the vigilante justice these people tried to exact on Sam for a false rape accusation. And it was it was all this year. It happened in February 2020. And basically, um, she's got a TikTok account called Justice for Sam where she goes through everything that she's put on this website. Um, so if you get, there's a whole section with the timeline. If anyone wants to see this, please check out ashleylies.com. Um, so in in basically in February 2020, this Ashley girl had consensual sex with Sam, like at a party or something like that. And she texted him the night on Snapchat with a photo that says, I have great had a great time last night. And that photo is that um, text is they've got that text saying that she said that. So in May 2020, Ashley's friend, who has been left unnamed, tells Ashley that she had been sexually assaulted. Didn't say who should be sexually assaulted by, but Ashley's friend had said she'd been sexually assaulted. So on May the 26th or 27th, Ashley goes to a mutual friend's house drunk, vomiting. They put her to bed in the homeowner's bed. Sam takes her a glass of water to check on her in front of three witnesses, all of whom have given a statement to police that he was in and out of the room in less than 20 seconds and then went to sleep on a couch in front of more witnesses. So in this night on the 26th, Ashley comes home drunk and vomiting. She gets put in a bed in a separate room. Sam comes in, viewed by three people, gives her a glass of water, leaves in 20 seconds and sleeps in a completely different area of the house, again witnessed by by multiple people that and these witnesses have given statements to the police on may the 29th at 103 a.m so right in the middle of the night Hmm. ashley calls sam's mum to talk to him so and said and to tell her that he needs to stop raping people she rambles incoherently and says she thinks she might remember sam touching her tuesday that same week says she was blackout drunk the one time she and sam had sex So on May the 30th, Ashley begins calling all of Sam's closest friends to tell them that Sam raped her. So instead of going to the police, she calls around all among Sam's friend. Um, On May the 31st, texts with Sam's mum, making several more accusations that Sam has not only assaulted her, but raped several of her friends. Ashley admits admits to consensual sex in text with Sam's mum. So she admitted to the February sex and that it was consensual in these sex and so she's changed at this point she changed her story to not only raping her but raping multiple other women right. as well on late july sam goes to a party that he doesn't know ashley is at ashley sees him appears to be severely intoxicated and throws an alcohol bottle at sam points him and starts screaming you raped me you raped me and chases him sam and his friend christopher christopher have to run to get in christopher's car to avoid sam getting beat up from the guys at the party oh, wow. um so in august the 15th this is where it all goes. Why are they at a party, man? In the middle of lockdown. Yeah, I know. It's okay, just no. Ameri- it's no, America. Not isn't the it? it's, it's not this the is in Michigan, so if anyone's wondering. It's not the takeaway of this, obviously. But. No. So this is where it all goes really downhill for Sam. If it hasn't been bad enough for him already. August 15th, 2020, a girl called Desiree Parker, who Sam hasn't seen in a year and a half after she dropped out of high school, texts Sam and asks him to hang out with her. Throughout the day, she manipulates the time to push him further and further back to later and later at night and asks him to meet her at the Bridge Park. So, uh, August 16th at 1.30 in the morning... Sam arrives at the historic Bridge Park, Battle Creek, Michigan, to meet up with Desiree Parker. She, I think that's how you spell the name, or Desiree, D-E-S-I-R-A-E. Stupid name. Yeah. Anyway, she lures him back into the woods where he is beaten unconscious and thrown into the river by a group of guys. We will release more information after warrants are signed for arrest to protect the integrity of the case. So, at 2.30am, so an hour after he is beaten unconscious and left in the river... Um, Sam's parents get a call that Sam's been found about a mile from the bridge park by the Good Samaritans organisation, bleeding and severely injured, and for over 15 minutes he didn't even know his name. Oh, wow. Yeah, they kept him safe until we got there and called the police, located his phone and got him to the hospital. And the mum, so mid-morning on the same day, the mum texts Ashley and she says... Instead of showing any concern for Sam at all, she says that she has an alibi, she's friends with Desiree Parker, and she didn't have anything to do with the attack. Mm. So as soon as the mum calls her about this, the first thing she says is, oh, I've got an alibi, I wasn't there, I'm not part of the attack. 
which I think is a weird way to yeah, react. Weird, yeah. Day after, a well-respected teacher was told by Haley Collins, Desiree's best friend, that she knew the attack was going to happen, knew who was involved, and that the reason was that Sam raped Ashley. The teacher, to date, has not been contacted by law enforcement. Haley Collins, the friend, has also not been contacted by law enforcement. We're nearing the end of the timeline now. Heather Renee, Desiree's Parker's mother, reached out to me on Facebook to say that Desiree isn't involved and asked why I'd go to Facebook with my request for information when nobody blasted you guys all over social media when the two girls came to your house crying about saying Sam rapes them. So basically, at this point, mums are attacking mums, yeah, mums and mums defending and... each other. Yep. Um, so on August the 19th, Ashley Taylor goes to the police station to file harassment claims against, against the mum. Wow. Domestic assault claims against Brandon Buckland, who is an ex-boyfriend of the girl. And rape and sexual assault claims against Sam. So she goes to the police station and files claims against three people. We are quest- uh, The parents are questioned and the officer doesn't find enough evidence to go to a prosecutor with any of those three claims. Later in the day, on August 19th, the same day as going down and filing those charges, Ashley posts a picture on her Instagram account with the caption, Karma sure do be a bitch, don't it? Wow. Beautiful stuff. Late August, the charges are dismissed by the police without going to the prosecutor. Uh, Mid-September, Ashley tries to file rape charges with another cop at the Penfield station. And the latest two things on the timeline are um, a whole month later in October, uh, the Calhoun County Prosecutor's Office denies charges for sexual assault and rape against Sam. And the day after, the same office charges Harper Creep High School senior Aidan Barton of aggravated assault. I don't know what that has to do with the case. But, so that's the whole timeline. So the latest bit was in in October where the charges against Sam, it seems, have been been denied. But that doesn't mean, if they denied the charges have been given, I mean, that doesn't mean that, I don't know, that doesn't mean that it's not still going to go through. It's just they're denying to the public, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know enough about the uh, justice system in America, to really, to be honest. But, Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it. Basically, so that's the whole thing. And basically... Obviously, all of this timeline is coming from the mum, but it's all very proven and it's all very Mm. thorough. There is a next section on the website that says Ashley's text. And literally, I'm not going to go through them all because they're all really, really long. But basically, you can go on the website. Don't just take my word for it. AshleyLies.com. All of the proof that it didn't happen is here. She's got texts from friends. She's got texts from people's mums. Apparently... This whole Brandon ex-boyfriend thing, she was actually the one that was abusive. She um she punched the uh, Brandon's family's car. She spun out of the car in the driveway in an angry fit. Um, oh, wow. apparently there was one point where Brandon jumped out of a moving vehicle to avoid her hitting him multiple times. Wow. And it's just, and it's very strange. And one of the texts that Ashley sent the mum was the mum was asking him, why is she not coming to the police? She said, oh, well, you've just told me that my son has raped four people. He's a serial rapist. Like, I want to take this seriously. Why have you not gone to the police? And she goes, oh, I just thought I would message you so you can make sure your son doesn't uh, do it again. Yeah, this it. doesn't need the police. Yeah, no. Like, that's bollocks. Yeah. If you've, for one thing, if you've messaged the mum of the rapist and the mum is in your corner and has gone, yeah, let's take this seriously, yeah, and you've then you, gone, yeah. no then you're, you're clearly... I'm sorry, but you're a fucking liar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, this woman just sounds really just off the deep end here. Mm. And it just the thing is, like, even if the charges have been denied and it doesn't go to trial for this this poor Sam boy, the reputation... He's gone from having all loads of friends at the school to zero friends. His reputation's mm. been ruined. He's been beaten the shit out of to an inch of his life. Yeah. It's yeah, not it's fair. Terrible. No, it's not fair at all. And it's terrible. she's not... And she's going to come off scot-free for this. And there's also a gallery on here as well where you can see all of the injuries that have happened to Sam and it just looks devastating. It looks awful, mm. the poor boy. And it's also got a screen grab of the uh, Instagram picture of um ash and uh where she said karma do be a bitch and it's just i just wanted to you know i just wanted to bring a case to court case and give our verdict on it and say that you know it's just this needs more awareness it does it does need more awareness it's not right and the problem is it does the law in a lot of ways does favor women in these things Mm -hmm. and it does i mean in a lot of ways rightfully because obviously there are terrible, terrible things that happen to uh, a lot, a lot of women. Yeah. Um, but there does need to be 
um, repercussions for women that lie. And the problem is there there isn't enough, frankly, for women that do lie. And she, and and the thing is, she is making it worse for women that have actually been raped. Yeah, that's the other thing. The so more it's people, insulting to women that have actually been raped. The more people that are lying about rape, the more chance you're going to have people not believing actual no, yeah, rapees yeah. in the future. And mm. I and you know. People like her are just the literal scum of the earth. Yeah. Like, oh, she heard that her friend had been sexually assaulted and was like, okay, well, I want the attention now. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. made it about her. And that's just so disgustingly scummy. Hmm. And yeah, um, yeah, so look, any of the audience, if you want to check it out, and please, if you want to spread awareness, the TikTok account is justice for sam and um, the website is ashleylies.com. Please check it out and spread awareness. There is a contact form on there if you want to contact the family and show your support. Um, and we are nearing the end of the show mm. now, but I do know in a lighter note, there is a story that I know everyone's probably been dying to hear. Why are there grizzly bears going into supermarkets in America? What's happening there? I've oh, been teasing it all show. Man, who knows? Could the grizzly bears getting hungry? I suppose about to go into hibernation. We've got, yeah, snack attack bear who was caught on camera visiting California stores released into the wild. My only assumption is, you know, places going into lockdown, less people are out and about. The bears are seeing these uh, supermarkets mostly empty. They're going in and filling their boots. Yeah, why not? I mean, I've I'm thinking. seen more squirrels recently and mm. deer. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar, but I suppose. In uh, Kings Beach, California, a bear loved snacking so much. A bear loved snacking so much, he broke into a convenience store to chow down. The bear's snack time shenanigans were all caught on camera. Apparently, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said videos of multiple store visits show the same bear, and they said they've caught it. So the same bear is just going <laughs> on a say, shopping spree. People worry that it took him like three or four times while they were like, we should catch <laughs> yeah. that bear. Um, surveillance video shows three crazy confrontations inside the same store in August. A customer, a customer is shown slapping the bear's backside at the store entrance, then following it inside and scaring it back out again. So, so what that man picture he's this: at. you're at the you're the electronic double doors of a supermarket. You're walking in. There's a bear next to you, and you just look at it and go, "All right, what's the first door? Slap yeah, that's that your first door. Yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another clip shows a bear lunging at an employee called Paul High, who backs away saying, not in the job description, no, not at all. Yeah, no, fair enough. I can't <laughs> argue with him there. He probably ain't getting paid enough to deal with that. Um, in-store cameras also capture a bear lying down, eating candy in the aisles. So, uh... well, I mean, fair enough to them, fair enough to um, So the state agency posted a video that say that that bear's release into an area they describe as a large expanse of wild, suitable bear habitat, which I think is nice because you hear a lot of these stories where they see animals doing things like that, particularly an animal that could be quite dangerous like a bear, and they'll just shoot it and kill it. Yeah. I think it's nice that they've gone and released it. Um, yeah, definitely. So they said that the bear is a 16-year-old male and he had a broken bone in his hind leg that had not healed. Um, I think this was not good for the bear, said Anne Bryant of the Bear League, who was concerned the bear's removal from its familiar territory puts it at risk. If he was taken to another bear's habitat, that other bear is going to be territorial. This bear is compromised because he's crippled. Oh, so this woman doesn't like the fact that he's been released into the wild. No. In case it goes into another bear's habitat and because he's crippled, it might... Pose th- he might be killed by the other bear. You know, I, I, I feel like that bear should just cross that bridge when he comes yeah, to I'm it. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Just if stay away Just go to the local stores. convenience store and hide in that anyway. So. You know, 7-Eleven is no place for a grizzly. No, is it? not big enough. Interesting tip. Apparently, a thing called Pine Soul acts as a bear deterrent. The stores are also told to disable their automatic doors to help keep the bears out. Yeah, so Manuel Dawson idea. said, so any Americans watching, get some pine soul. I assume you know what that is. We don't have that here in the UK. And that way there's bear deterrent. But you see loads of videos of mine. Have you seen the yeah, video of someone driving past someone's driveway and they see a bear open a car door and just go and get in? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to leave your car unlocked, you got to expect it. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, luckily we don't have those problems in the UK. Well, I do get kind of jealous that we don't have as cool wildlife. I mean, I do and I don't. Because I don't particularly feel the need to be dealing with bears in the garden. No. And frankly, foxes are a big enough nightmare. Imagine they were bigger. <laughs> so I just think maybe, maybe not. And plus, you don't need to be going, you know, like when you, you go on a bike ride or so you go up to the downs. Mm. Last thing you need when you're out of breath already is a bear going across the path. Yeah, good point. So, I mean, maybe, you know, whilst it might be right to look at, it probably isn't the best to encounter in the wild 
Yeah, good point. Well, I hope you Americans, uh, good luck with dealing with your bear situations. Um, I hope you guys, all, everyone that listened, enjoyed the stories that we covered today. Have you had a good second time on the podcast, Bill? It's been very, it's been lovely. Good, lovely as usual. Well, we don't know who I'll be on with next week or what's going on, whether it'll be Billy again or someone else, but please come back. We really enjoy it, and I hope you guys have a lovely week. Happy Friday, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.